a website and organization that are pushing for a national paid leave policy. Welcome back to Textonation. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us is Dawn Hucklebridge, Director of Paid Leave for All. Thanks for taking the time, Dawn. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Well, paid leave for all American workers is, is being debated as part of the reconciliation package before Congress. Give us the overview here. So we are in a historic moment right now. We have for the first time a commitment to a national paid leave policy from the White House. We have a proposal in Congress and we have a path ahead of us just the next few weeks actually to get this done. Um, and right now as it stands, we are one of the only countries in the world that doesn't have any form of guaranteed paid leave for its workers. And that was a crisis long before this pandemic, but I think COVID has showed us just what a failure that is. And that is something we absolutely must change now. Well, describe for us what this would do, how it would work. So the proposal that we're looking at, we are hoping will provide up to 12 weeks of paid time, should you need to take time away from work, should you need to, to care, to care for yourself with a serious medical condition, to welcome a new child to your, uh, your family, or to take care of another family member with a serious medical condition. Uh, this is a common sense protection. No one should have to choose between their family or their health and a paycheck. And honestly, in most of the world, that's simply a given. And uh, the funding for it, how would that work? Where would it come from? And what would you liken it to? So this program um, is going to be a direct benefit from the federal government. So it is something, it's not just a mandate, as you often hear on small businesses. This is something that would support both workers and employers. It would help with transitions in the workforce. We know that actually two-thirds of small businesses support a national paid leave policy. And this is something that has consistently been shown in state programs to boost bottom lines. It makes workers happier. Um, more productive, there's higher performance and profitability. Um, so this is a, a common sense thing. And right now, families are losing $22.5 billion a year because they lack access to paid leave. Now, is it something like unemployment benefits that employers and employees contribute to, or how, how does it work? So there are different models of the funding, the pay for, um, we've seen different models in the states, but the one that we're looking at federally would be fully funded by the federal government. So it would be, you know, part of uh, general revenues paid for by um, the wealthiest Americans and corporations just paying their fair share. So we've heard from Biden, the tax pledge that anyone making under $400,000, the vast majority of small businesses wouldn't pay a penny more. For that reason, I suppose many business leaders and small businesses are, are supportive of this? Absolutely, yeah. We have a, a great small business coalition, as I said, consistently in polling, super majorities of small businesses support a national paid leave policy. And we're hearing from a growing chorus of big businesses too, who realize that they need this uh, to be competitive. Uh, if we wanna continue to be a force in the world and, and, and an economic force, this is something that we need. Uh, and when we face, you know, global pandemics or just sort of transitions that each of us will inevitably have in our lives. This is something that makes sure, makes sure that we can hold on to our jobs and our benefits. And it just makes it a little bit easier for everyone. Are there caveats in here that uh, would, would have rules involved when you can take off? Do you have to prove something or can I, can I just say, I'm not feeling well, I'm going to be taking off kind of thing? 
Yeah, I mean, there will be um, a system of documentation and it's, it's good to know because people often think, is this something that people will just abuse? But we have now um, 10 states who've passed paid leave at the state level. And there is really no evidence whatsoever of abuse of the policies. Um, it's something people need and appreciate and, and take advantage of in appropriate and legal ways. Um, and yeah, there will be some documentation, but um, it's, it's, you know, this is something that is only going to lessen the burden on workers. Up until now, I guess much of the focus has been on uh, new parents being able to take off uh, moms and dads and providing that kind of, of, of leave. But the need goes far beyond that, doesn't it? Because very often there are many other circumstances that, that can come up, uh, even uh, an, an elderly parent that, that needs caring for. Absolutely. You know, I think what you often will hear about is moms and babies, but it's really important to note that every single one of us is going to need to give or receive care in our lifetimes. And to your point about um, parents, you know, right now we're seeing, I think in the next decade, you know, the majority of baby boomers will be over the age of 65. Or is it all? Yes, <laughs> many of them. And um, we are going to have so many millennials who are caring for both children and their aging parents. Um, and you know, this is just something that we're all gonna need. Any of us is one diagnosis away from a crisis, whether there's a pandemic or not. Uh, and this is something that will just give us more peace of mind. Do you think even though this is part of the recon reconciliation package, which is not exactly what you would call bipartisan, that for this aspect of it, there, there is a lot of bipartisan support? Well, that's an interesting question because um, when the pandemic first hit, one of the first things that Congress did was pass an emergency paid leave law under the FFCRA. It was temporary, it was very limited in scope, it was never fully implemented. Um, but nonetheless, we know that it prevented more than 15,000 COVID cases spread per day, saved countless jobs, kept families afloat. And uh, this was done through a bipartisan vote. It was a historic vote. It was done through regular order. And on both sides of the aisle, we heard members of Congress touting and applauding that vote. Um, and it was widely supported. Paid leave is one of the most widely supported policies in the country. We did pretty recently um, Senate battleground polling and found that supermajorities, and this is consistent, of Democrats, Republicans, independents, we even found 74% of Trump voters wanted a national paid leave policy and they wanted it passed now in jobs and infrastructure. So this is whether or not uh, Washington is getting in line um, among the voters, this is absolutely bipartisan. How important is the, the internet uh, and social media to this well, effort and your organization? So important. And I think that's true for, for you know, all kinds of advocacy and movement building right now, because you know, we had to really adapt, you know, not just the, to the ways that the world is changing as a whole, but during the pandemic, um, had to really shift our methods of communication and organizing and think more creatively about using digital tools and how to build advocacy, how to be able to contact your member of Congress through a click of the button on our website, if you go to the take action right at the top. Um, so we've, we've really tried to evolve and adapt to that. Um, of course, the digital organizing was always going to be an important component to our work, but even more so now. Well, tell us what people can do, everyday people, to get involved and in, learn more and maybe assist. So much you can do. Um, what I would say is, first of all, please go to paidleaveforall.org. Uh, share your story. As we said, just click take action. And within a few seconds, you can contact your senators and members of Congress. You can follow us on all of the platforms. Um, hashtag paid leave for all, at paid leave for all, spelled out. 
You can follow us. We do a lot of interactive work on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Um, and we'd love for you to, to share your story too. Um, tweet it at us. Tell us why you need paid leave or experience you had where you were able to use it or you really needed it. And make sure that your members of Congress are hearing from you and hearing those stories and that they know that this is the moment and you expect them to pass paid leave for all. When it comes to business support for this, I understand that uh, this would lift some of the economic burden uh, for businesses and, and also, you know, they, they do care most often, I think, for, for the people who are, are working in the, in the businesses. But on the other hand, right now, when they're having such a hard time finding employees, is, the, is it a mixed bag for them? I think it's not a mixed bag. I think it is a win-win um, because as I said, this is something that would be fully funded by the federal government. Workers are gonna have to face these transitions and shifts no matter what. Um, so this is something that allows employers to hold on to their talented workers. It allows them to deal with those shifts in the workforce, um, particularly now when things are still so uncertain. Um, and uh, honestly, you know, We've done some looking at the numbers, and if we passed federal paid leave with other related care policies, it would yield millions of jobs, billions in wages, and trillions in GDP. Uh, so it's hard to imagine that we're going to leave that on the table, and we really can't afford the costs of an action any longer. So instead of uh, quitting a job because people feel they have to, to, to care for a situation or a loved one, they'd be able to keep the job and take off the needed time. Absolutely. And we're seeing, you know, these labor shortages all over. Um, so this is something, you know, as we're thinking about back to school, as we're seeing the Delta numbers, um, as we're just facing a lot as a country, this is something that would help, uh, help it all a little bit, help keep us going. The website once again? Paid leave for all, spelled out, .org. And please visit it. John Hucklebridge, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thanks so much for having me. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers, and that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC Skywave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.